morning, everyone. Greetings in Jesus' name. Build a bridge. Bridges are fascinating. Maybe some of us take more interest in bridges than others, but bridges are an everyday part of our life, whether we even see them or think about them as we cross them. Most of us crossed a bridge when we came to church this morning. There are many different types of bridges. You have the suspension bridges, beam bridges. Those are probably the most common. A tied arch bridge, cable stayed bridge, truss bridge, cantilever bridge, pontoon bridge, and a through arch bridge. And there are many more types of bridges. <clears throat> are there any um, famous bridges that you can think of? Anybody shout it out if you can think of a bridge or some of the famous bridges? in the world. Golden Gate Gate Bridge. Very good. Thank you. And it's interesting that the Golden Gate Bridge came up first. It's probably one of the most favorite bridges of all times. It was completed in 1937 and was the tallest and longest suspension bridge in the world for quite some years until 1964, and since other bridges have surpassed it in size, but it still remains one of the most magnificent and well-known bridges to this day. It is almost three kilometers long, 746 feet high to the top of its towers, and then we have the um, longest bridge in the world, see if I can pronounce it right still, but Dongyang Kunshan Grand Bridge, and as the name suggests, it's in China. Um, It's 164.8 kilometers long. Um, There's actually quite a few more bridges in China that are next in line for length. All the longest bridges are found in China. The uh, longest bridge in Canada, anybody know what that one is? The Confederation Bridge, and that's around 13 kilometers long. When you go to Vancouver, you'll notice a lot of bridges there. Um, Two I was thinking over the Sky Bridge and the Lionsgate Bridge. Maybe even some others that are more popular. But one bridge that stands out in my mind when I was growing up is in my hometown of Maryland. The Governor Thomas Johnson Bridge. It's nothing spectacular, but it's just something that stands out in my mind when I think of bridges. It crosses the Patuxent River, and it's 2.2 kilometers long. Um, I was surprised it's only 140 feet high. As a little boy crossing that bridge over the water, everything, the landscape around it was flat, but it went 140 feet high. So you could see all over because it was the highest point in the area. But it was only 140 feet high. It seemed maybe like 300 feet high when when I was a child. Um, It was a beam bridge, and the guardrails were just those concrete barriers so you got to the top it really seemed like and windy days it really you could feel the swaying that stands out in my mind one of the last times we visited there we crossed the bridge just for interest sake and yes it's not quite the same as an adult but as a young child or as a new driver it was quite an experience well we could talk all day about different bridges the longest um the highest the most complicated or the most beautiful. Have you ever built a bridge? 
I know in school projects, different times, the students would have um, bridge contests and see who could build the strongest bridge. In the logging industry, I'm sure some of you have built bridges, but surely all of us have made some simple bridge of sorts to cross creeks, gullies, or muddy spots. I can remember as a young boy using a long old flat deck truck bed for a bridge to cross a gully. Another time we cut trees down, used logs to span a creek, two logs on each side for each wheel. I'm sure you guessed already that this message isn't going to be uh, about normal bridge building, bridge history, or anything like that. My thoughts really started with the song, Jesus Built a Bridge. And if you rub shoulders with me at all in the last two weeks, you may have heard me humming that song. Um, I'm going to read that song now. I was going to write the chorus up here, but hopefully you can remember the chorus. We're going to sing the chorus together. One day, they nailed a carpenter to a rugged tree, thinking he would never build again. There they held him through his hands and feet. Still, he carried out a master plan. The father looked from heaven to the world below, and it seemed there was no way to claim his own. So to the world, God's son, the master builder, had to go to make a way to bring God's children home. Jesus built a bridge to heaven so that I could have a way up to him. Jesus built a bridge the only way he could, with only three nails and two pieces of wood. With one rugged cross, Jesus built a bridge. So we're going to sing the chorus together. I'll read it one more time. Jesus built a bridge to heaven so that I could have a way up to him. Jesus built a bridge the only way he could, with only three nails and two pieces of wood. With one rugged cross, Jesus built a bridge. Jesus built a bridge to heaven so that I could have a way up to him. Jesus built a bridge the only way he could with only three nails and two pieces of wood with one rugged cross Jesus built a bridge Jesus is the master builder in bridge construction I'd like to turn to John chapter 3 for starters John 3 verses 1 through 21 First of all, I want to look at Jesus building a bridge for us. Then we will consider who needs bridges, the call to be bridge builders, and then some practical applications. So John 3, verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, 
and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe, if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. All right, verse 3. We cannot construct the bridge to heaven on our own terms or any other possible way, except the man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 5. Except the man be born of water, of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So a person will never see or ever enter the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Verse 6, the new birth is a spiritual event. We are of the flesh and of our own self. We cannot bridge the gap. We need the spirit to change our lives and Christ's blood to wash us clean. Jesus is the bridge. John three sixteen and 17, Jesus um, came to the world to save mankind. And how did he do that? He sacrificed his life on the cross. The cross is the bridge, just as the song described it. It was saying, three nails and two pieces of wood. It was not just for us here this morning or a select few, but it's for all of mankind. For whoever acknowledges and turns to God and allows their lives to be changed. All right, who needs a bridge? The lost need a bridge. Romans 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The lost includes everyone because we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world hath blinded them. I think we can probably understand more than ever what the world the word sorry what the god of this world is there are so many evil pleasures and not just the evil things but so many fun things easy lifestyle and plenty of possessions and relatively easy money very easy money in comparison to the majority of the world and i believe these things are the god of this world and i believe that so many lives are blinded by them and totally oblivious to the light of God. 
How is it with us? We look at the world and we, we recognize their blindness immediately. But are there, there are some things we turn a blind eye to in our very own life that will be a detriment to our own souls. So we need, who needs a bridge? The lost need a bridge. We need a bridge. All right. The disconnected believer needs a bridge. John 15, verse 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Remember Jesus' burden for his disciples and for all believers in John there, that they love one another and that they abide in his love. How might a believer be disconnected? Maybe they come to Christ but never were taught the importance of the local church in their lives. Maybe they have been through church failures and disappointments and cannot get their heart to move on again. Maybe they are waiting for an open door. No matter the reason, a disconnected believer needs a bridge to cross over. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. All right, the hurting church member needs a bridge. Hebrews 10, verse 24 and 25, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. If we are part of a church, it doesn't take us too long till we realize that this is real world. We have bumps in the road and things we have to work through. We likely will get hurt, whether it's intentional or not. We know how God's people ought to be, but we also know God's people are human and will fail. Hurt may keep us from moving forward. It may lead to a huge chasm that must be crossed. Romans 12, verse 10, Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. All right, we looked at three points so far of who needs a bridge, the lost, the disconnected believer, the hurting church member. And I think it's important to remember as we move into this next section of the call to bridge building that no matter where we find ourselves in life, that we don't stop and wait for the bridge to be built to us, whether you are lost, disconnected, or hurting. God is still good. God gives you, each one of us, the tools to build bridges. Also, I think it's important to, to remember that if we are arrogant and feel that we have reached some important bridge-building plateau and are none of the above, then we are not going to be building bridges. We will be burning bridges. We are all on common ground, in need of a Savior and indebted to Christ for the um, two pieces of wood, three, three nails, the cross that Christ spanned for us. This is the basis for the call to bridge building. 1 John 4, verse 11. Beloved, if God so loved us, we are also to love one another. Matthew 6, 14 and 15. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not the men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. All right, the call to bridge building. What is our motivation? Proverbs 29, verse 18. Where there is no vision... The people perish. We must see the need. And why would have the Golden Gate Bridge been built if there was no need? It was a huge feat that many experts didn't think was possible. So no need, no bridge. 
Also, if we aren't building bridges, we likely are building barriers instead, or building walls. We also need to understand the great gulf between darkness and light, between eternal life and eternal death. There is no fuzzy line. There is good and evil. We must do all we can to show people light. There's a big difference between fulfilling God's purpose as believers and just existing. God wants us to make a difference in the world. John 10, verse 10, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Our motivation is from God. Let's take a look at Paul's motivation in 1 Corinthians 9. First Corinthians nine, verses sixteen through twenty-three. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me, yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward, but if against my will a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, what is my reward then? Verily that, when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain more, gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews to them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I made all things to all men, that I might by all means have some, save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. What was unto me if I preached not the gospel? Paul saw the need and was moved to action. Motivation is compassion. Paul cared about others. Paul's compassion didn't begin with himself. It was demonstrated by God in giving his son, Jesus Christ. And it was further demonstrated by Jesus in his life. He served. He sacrificed himself for our sin. He cared about mankind's condition so much that he bridged the gap. Compassion will move us to be bridge builders. Without it, we will be lukewarm and doing nothing. Who is called to be bridge builders? Is it to do with ability and strength? Maybe we feel inadequate and incapable of bridge building. Maybe you hear that, heard the saying, or heard of the saying, our ability is our availability. God is calling all of us to be bridge builders, and we must allow him to work in us. God is the engineer. We follow his bidding. All of us will likely build different types of bridges or reach other individuals, but we must all build. Philippians 4, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. We won't stand idle. Some bridges take years or even a lifetime to build. But bridges, bridge builders aren't faint of heart. They persevere. Bridge builders must change themselves before they can build bridges. It's not changing the doctrine, but it's being changed by the word of God and believing in it, making it part of our life so that we can build a strong bridge, one that stands the test of time. Bridge builders are servants, 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 22. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, 
being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. We read that already, but just reinforcing it. And like I mentioned, God's bridge builders will not change the message, but God's bridge builders are willing to go to the end of the world to span that gap. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears that seemingly don't benefit. And maybe year after year, or even a full lifetime. But we need to remember the long-term blessing. More changes we need to be making in addition to servant spirit are we must be sincere. Verse 10 of our text, Jesus challenged Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee. Um, Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of bread in Israel, of Israel, and knowest not these things? So often we... We, like Nicodemus, sorry, Nicodemus, go to church and we have all the answers and all the good things happening in front of us. But we fail to see God at work. And we fail to allow God to use us for his kingdom work. We fail to step up and do the hard work and build bridges. We need to put aside personal preferences, make sacrifices, reach out. You know, outreach is not optional. First Corinthians 9, 16, and 17 for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do, for if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. All right, building bridges has its challenges. Hard work. It can be dangerous work. During the construction of the Golden Gate Bridge, 11 men died, and 19 more fell but were caught by the net. Building bridges for God may be tiring and dangerous work. Most times it's not the life-threatening situations, but for some people it is. But even if it is, the good news is we can trust God. He will be with us, and all we need to do is follow his engineering plan, the word of God. Souls will be touched and souls can be healed. Like we mentioned, building bridges is something we... All must do. We looked at who needs bridges. The ones we looked at so far were the lost, the disconnected believer, and the hurting church members. But we could broaden that a bit. Family life requires building bridges. Husband and wife, parents to children, brothers and sisters. Basically, in any relationship, we need to build bridges. Why do we build bridges? It is because we love God and are so appreciative and indebted to Christ for building that initial bridge for us. Bridge building is a blessing for all and brings glory to God. <clears throat> How do we build bridges? Maybe it seems we have been struggling with a bridge for years or for most of our life. Maybe it feels like it's the world record of the longest bridge. Or maybe we are suspended over a huge chasm and we're looking down and we lose heart. We think there's just no use. How will I even convince the other party to use this bridge? Maybe we are getting tired of wrapping those individual steel wires to form those massive cables. The Golden Gate cables are three feet in diameter. Maybe it's even bigger than that, but yeah, three feet in diameter, whatever that is. And all those individual wires total length is 129,000 kilometers. That's enough to reach around the world just over three times. That's a lot of steel. We need a lot of steel to build our bridges, but God gives us the resources and the strength. 
or no matter how long or how tall. Once upon a time, two brothers who lived in adjoining farms fell into conflict. It was the first serious rift in 40 years of farming side by side, sharing machinery and trading labor and goods as needed without a hitch. Then the long collaboration fell apart. It began with a small misunderstanding and it grew into a major difference and finally it exploded into an exchange of bitter words followed by weeks of silence. One morning there was a knock on John's door. He opened it to find a man with a carpenter's toolbox. I'm looking for a few days work, he said. Perhaps you would have a few small jobs here and there. Could I help you? Yes, said the older brother. I do have a job for you. Look across the creek at that farm. That's my neighbor. In fact, it's my younger brother. Last week, there was a meadow between us, and he took his bulldozer to the river levee, and now there is a creek between us. Well, he may have done this despite me, but I'll go him one better. See that pile of lumber curing by the barn? I want you to build me a fence, an eight-foot fence, so I won't need to see his place anymore. Cool him down, anyhow. The carpenter said, I think I understand the situation. Show me the nails and the postal digger, and I'll be able to do a job that pleases you. The older brother had to go to town for supplies, so he helped the carpenter get the materials ready, and then he was off for the day. The carpenter worked hard all that day, measuring, sawing, nailing. About sunset, when the farmer returned, the carpenter had just finished his job. The farmer's eyes opened wide, his jaw dropped. There was no fence there at all. It was a bridge, a bridge stretching from one side of the creek to the other, a fine piece of work, handrails and all, and the neighbor, his younger brother, was coming across, his hand outstretched. You're quite a fellow to build this bridge after all I've said and done. The two brothers stood at each end of the bridge, and then they met in the middle, taking each other's hands. They turned to see the carpenter hoist his toolbox on his shoulder. No, wait, stay a few days. I have a lot of other projects for you, said the older brother. I'd love to stay on, the carpenter said, but oh, but I have many more bridges to build. We all in our hearts know the importance of building bridges. It's quite another to actually do it. And as it showed in this particular story, it may not even have any actual benefits for us personally. He was a complete stranger seeking to build bridges for others and bring the best out of them. We say that's a beautiful story and it looks rewarding and meaningful. That's what we want to be like. We want to be a bridge builder. Real life comes very fast. Um, most of it, most if not all, Bridge building requires forgiveness. Maybe that's why it's so hard for us to do. We read Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15. Actually, we read it earlier. I'd like to read it again. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Many bridges are constructed from opposite ends and work towards each other. Large bridges may even have multiple building sites and connect together as one big bridge. Each of us has a bridge to build, but you could say we also as a congregation or as God's church as a whole are building on one bridge, working together to reach the world and each other. There's another song that has been going through my head, Build a Bridge. He talked and dined with sinners. He healed them by his power. He spoke with love to mankind, even in his dying hour. For Jesus came to seek out all those who would receive. He spanned the realm of space and time so sinners would believe. Build a bridge of love to others, 
light the way and give the call. To the soul who needs a savior, build a bridge and not a wall. The world is filled with people defiant in their will, who scoff at Christ as savior as they crucify him still. But Jesus sees their heartache. He loves them just the same. So you and I reach out our hands and love them in his name. Build a bridge of love to others. Light the way and give the call to the soul who needs a savior. Build a bridge and not a wall. So to our dear brothers and sisters in Christ, to our wives, to our husbands, to our children, to our co-workers, to our lost family and friends, to all those we meet in life, build a bridge. I'd like to read that song once more, and then we will sing the chorus. So I'll read the first stanza, and then we'll sing, Jesus built a bridge to heaven so that I could have a way up to him. Jesus built a bridge the only way he could with only three nails and two pieces of wood. With one rug across, Jesus built a bridge. So first stanza. One day they nailed a carpenter to a rugged tree, thinking he would never build again. There they held him through his hands and feet. Still he carried out a master plan. Jesus built a bridge to heaven so that I could have a way up to him. Jesus built a bridge the only way he could with only three nails and two pieces of wood with one rocky cross Jesus built a bridge the father looked from heaven to the world below and it seemed there was no way to claim his own so to the world God's son the master builder had to go to make a way to bring God's children home Jesus built a bridge to heaven so that I could have a way up to him. Jesus built a bridge the only way he could with only three nails and two pieces of wood with one rugged cross Jesus built a bridge for prayer Father in heaven we thank you for your love we thank you that you spanned a gap for us and built a bridge so that we could have life that we could find a way we could have a way up to heaven. We pray that you would help us to do the same for others, to reach out and to be a bridge builder. pray that you would bless each one here this morning and those who could not make it be with those who are not feeling well. pray you would give them special grace and pray, Lord, that um, you would keep us all safe throughout the week. Help us to stay faithful to you as well. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.